0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my latest podcast episode, I'll provide you with an update on the BioSteel sports drink struggles that have now hit a new level of craziness with its current owner, Canopy Growth. But before we get started, I would love if you took 48 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. I've experienced my share of head-scratching things in business, but stating you still have great confidence in a brand, and then less than 90 days later, filing for bankruptcy protection is just wild. Okay, so let's decode that introductory statement. If you checked out my Biosteel content from early July, you know the one that not only covered how the sports drinks owner, Canopy Growth, was under SEC investigation for material misstatements in Biosteel sales numbers, but also detailed several underlying forces, market dynamics, and strategic decisions that could have played a part in everything. Well, when I got to the final part in that content discussing what's next for Biosteel, I stated, so what's next? Canopy Growth CEO did say that he still has great confidence in the BioSteel brand, but I think major decisions are ahead if they want to survive long enough to eventually leverage their cannabis market advantage against the major beverage companies that will one day be available to them in the U.S. market. So that means major cost-cutting measures that will hit human capital, marketing programs, and skew breadth. That also means that BioSteel will exit international markets outside of the U.S. and Canada As for the larger American market, BioSteel will kind of need to define and refine its strategy from top to bottom that now includes ownership of a flow beverage facility and contract manufacturing revenue stream. In its home market of Canada, BioSteel must prioritize company resources and continue to fuel growth that has better profitability outlook. As you heard, I knew major decisions would need to be made for brand survival, but I completely overlooked the probability of a biosteel bankruptcy, mostly because Canopy Growth CEO said he still had great confidence in the sports drink brand. But there has also been another external development over the last 90-ish days that could have influenced this business decision. But before I dive into that potential other reason, let's Cover some of the facts surrounding the biosteel bankruptcy news. On September 14th of 2023, Canopy Growth announced that in an effort to simplify its business and reduce cash burn, it had seized funding the biosteel business unit. Moreover, the sports drink brand would seek bankruptcy protection under the company's creditor arrangement act in the Ontario Canada Superior Court to conduct a court-supervised sale process For its business and property for the benefit of its stakeholders. Okay, so a lot of nuances in there. So let's kind of break it down. And I'm going to go in reverse. Why would Canopy Growth opt for a court-supervised sale process of a growing beverage brand instead of just finding a potential buyer itself? Surprise. It was just disclosed that Canopy Growth had hired Goldman Sachs to find a buyer for biosteel or at least attract an additional investment dating back to late 2022. So despite Goldman Sachs engaging with at least two dozen potential buyers, the process returned no actionable bids. Even more recently, Canopy Growth formed a special committee and hired outside financial advisor to explore strategic alternatives, which also included refocusing its sales efforts. But again, Canopy Growth received no satisfactory bids or Biosteel, and decided enough was enough in terms of bankrolling the business unit. And that's a good transition into the next part, which was regarding reduction in cash burn. As I just mentioned, Biosteel is growing. In fact, the latest quarter for the period ending June 30th of 2023 reported the brand grew 137% year-over-year. This growth was primarily attributable to expansion in large retail channel distribution and stronger sales velocity, resulting from increased brand awareness from Biosteel's NHL sponsorship. But despite Biosteel's strong revenue growth, the brand was subtracting from the profitability at Canopy Growth. Even before we account for the massive marketing spending spree, Biosteel had a negative 24% gross margin for its latest quarter. You might be wondering, how the heck do you get a negative gross margin? Well, inventory write-downs that were associated with aging inventory, higher warehousing costs, and then higher than expected production and operating costs associated with the ramp-up and operations of the biosteel manufacturing facility. And I guess that takes us to the last point, which was Canopy Growth's desire to simplify its business. Throughout 2023, Canopy Growth has been in a full-blown business transformation mode seeking cost reduction actions to increase profitability and reduce its overall debt position. Canopy Growth is now seeking to be centrally focused and positioned for North American cannabis sector leadership, utilizing an asset light strategy. So as you can probably guess, we have a square peg in a round hole situation now. BioSteel isn't focused on cannabis and it acquired a manufacturing facility not even a year ago. So it's also no longer asset light. But earlier, I also referenced another external development over the last, like, 90-ish days that could have influenced this business decision. Let's go way back to 2018, to a time when cannabis companies were in their happy place. Market capitalization of Canopy Growth Corporation and Tilray, its main competitor, were booming. Research firms like Brightfield Group said the American CBD market alone would be worth $22 billion by 2025. And we can't forget about the ambiguous language in the 2018 Farm Bill that had everyone dreaming of another gold rush, or maybe, I guess, a green rush. Yet, only five years later, there's a much different reality, one that forces the largest global cannabis companies into CPG categorical pivots for survival reasons. This, at the core, was the central reason Cannabis Growth acquired Biosteel back in late 2019. But earlier this month, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services recommended to the DEA that marijuana be reclassified. Additionally, President Joe Biden recently asked his administration to review how cannabis is classified under the Controlled Substance Act. So is this the light at the end of the tunnel or another false start for the U.S. cannabis industry? Cannabis growth, getting rid of biosteel, makes us understand which side of the coin one of the industry powerhouses is betting on. So, for this final part of the content, I want to talk about what's next for Biosteel and maybe who could potentially end up with the sports drink asset. Maybe let's talk about revenue again first because how it was generated matters. In the trailing 12 months, Biosteel had about 88 and a half million in Canadian dollar sales, which comes out to about 65.5 million USD in sales. On one hand, that's basically what Gatorade generates in like every three to four days. But on the other hand, getting to that level of sales in the Coke and Pepsi dominated category is nothing to laugh about. Here's the problem though. The likely buyer of BioSteel will be on the private equity side and not a strategic that will allow for the brand to continue playing the sports marketing game Gatorade invented slash mastered and body armor emulated at a turnaround private equity firm these marketing expenses will be the first things to go. As Biosteel broke a Carter rule in the beverage category of CPG, you don't market to empty shelves. Additionally, I don't think the size and muted trajectory of Biosteel with this hibernation period warrants them owning the Flow Beverage Manufacturing Facility in Virginia, but that capacity could be attractive for a strategic with compatible manufacturing needs or that contract manufacturing revenue stream could be attractive to the incoming buyer, especially if they have manufacturing expertise. Either way, BioSteel will be sold through the courts for pennies on the dollar, Canopy Growth will not get any meaningful return for its brand's investments, and the sports drink brand will fade back into low awareness status. That is, unless a dark horse acquirer like KDP or Monster Beverage look under the couch cushions for loose change, and acquire BioSteel as a competitor to PepsiCo's Gatorade and Coke's duo of Body Armor and Powerade. Hey, weirder things have happened in the active nutrition beverage space lately, right? I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly.